this is the Joyful Mama Show. We want to help you take actionable steps toward dreams that have more impact, family life that has more peace, and motherhood that has more joy. We think that it's time for moms to rise up in entrepreneurship and change the world. But let's face it, it's hard to sort through all of the ways we get stuck in our own heads and all of the things we feel like we're supposed to be doing. How can we change the world when we're overwhelmed with trying not to feel overwhelmed about homeschooling or power struggles with our kids or taking care of our own hearts, our bodies, and our minds? We want to give you the tools to find rest, joy, and healing while also taking your business and your dreams to the next level. You know you were made for more than hustle. You can feel that you were made for more than the lies that hold you back. And we believe that you were made for amazing things that impact the kingdom of God and the people that God has given you to impact for Him. You were made to be a joyful mama, to have a heart that is thriving, not striving. And we want to help you step into the fullness of all you were created to become. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Joyful Mama Show. We are going to talk to you today about 10 ways that homeschooling can prepare a kid, your kid, any kid, with essential life and career skills. So there's probably a hundred things that we could have on this list of why we love homeschooling, why we have seen such amazing fruit. And of course, as we've said before, we're not anti other forms of education. We've both done other things. You know, I have um, some kids that go to public school. We've done some private schooling. We're doing online private schooling right now with one of our kiddos. But we have seen so many good things and um, have done tons of research and just read lots of books, listened to lots of people talk about the benefits of schooling at home in particular. And so we wanted to share with you today 10 ways in particular that we think homeschooling prepares children for their future with essential life and career skills and why we just both prefer it. And again, that doesn't mean that any other way is wrong. We just both love homeschooling. And and these reasons are a lot of why I think we both really like it, why we see the value in it. So Sarah, you want to kick us off? Yeah, let's get straight to it. We're just going to tell you um, our favorite 10 ways, and then we'll go into some of them a little bit deeper. But the first one is soft skills development, which means just problem solving, teamwork, communication, adaptability, things like that. Yeah, totally. I didn't know for a long time what soft skills even were. And I remember being in like some kind of a business meeting and someone was saying it's something about soft skills. And I'm like, what are you even talking about? What is the soft skill? But truly in life and entrepreneurship and just adulthood, totally agree with you. Soft skills are almost as important as any other kind of skill, having good communication and teamwork and problem solving. Okay, so number two, um, entrepreneurial mindset. Homeschooling can foster an entrepreneurial mindset by encouraging creativity, innovation, willingness to take risks. Obviously, if you're an entrepreneur who's homeschooling, your kids are going to be watching you do all of those things. And so by default, they're going to be learning from what they see you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number three, customized learning. Obviously, there's so many benefits to tailoring an education to each of your kids' interests and strengths, which in the future can help them excel when they're choosing a career path um, because you've been able to specialize their education and really customize it to who they are as a person, how you know uh, 
God sees them and what you are believing for them for their future. Yes. So good. Okay. Number four, financial literacy. So one thing that I have really loved about homeschooling is that we can incorporate financial literacy into the education, teaching our kids about budgeting, investing, money management. You can start this much earlier on than they might get in a traditional school environment. So we can start teaching our kids about saving and tithing and how to spend and how to save um, from a really, really early age. And then we can even get into like more atypical um, financial literacy conversations about, you know, how to sow with the seed you make from maybe a job or one business investment, how to, we're talking to our kids about real estate investing and how to do untraditional and creative ways of financing things and all of that stuff that they maybe wouldn't get in a traditional school environment, or if they would get it, it might not come until like high school level. So number four, financial literacy. Yeah. I mean, if they even get it at all in school, which obviously this is something you can do even if you're not homeschooling, but you have a lot more time when you're homeschooling. Um, Number five, time management and organization. And that includes self-directed learning because when they're kind of involved in their learning, um, they have to take on time management. They have to learn how to organize their schoolwork to get everything done, especially as they get older and there's more to do. Um, so it's a really valuable skill that employers, you know, look for is time management. Obviously, they want people that can set their own goals and be independent. So this is a huge one for our homeschool kids. Yes, being a self-starter. I know when I have hired people for different positions, that's like always one of the things that's so important. Like, can someone find something to do without me telling them exactly what I need done? It's so mm-hmm. important. Okay, number six, critical thinking and problem solving. So one of the things that I value most, and my kids would all be able to tell you this, is um, being a problem solver. As a matter of fact, they will, if they solve a problem without having to ask for help, they will be so excited to come tell me, mom, I was a problem solver. Mom, I was a problem solver. And in life in general, in so many careers and professions, problem solving is, of course, a huge thing, critical thinking, thinking outside the box, just having that mindset that it there's a way and mm-hmm. keeping on trying different things until they find the way. So just when you're with your kids, as much as we are as homeschool moms, you can really help them take on that mentality of keep trying, keep innovating, keep at it until you find the solution. If if you're looking for something and you can't find it and you know it's in the house, how long will you look until you find it? I can't tell you how many times a week we go through that. Keep problem solving, keep trying. Did you look here? Did you look there? Did you look under? Did you look over? Did you look inside and outside? Um, so with all age levels, I think the critical thinking and problem solving is so huge and one of the most valuable things that will serve them so well in their future. Absolutely. And number seven, one of my favorites, emotional intelligence. Um, We can, you know, obviously as parents create a really supportive environment for our kids to develop emotional intelligence, which is such an important and key skill in building healthy relationships throughout their whole life in the workplace with their families they'll one day have in friendships, in every, in church life, in every area 
um, with the Lord, like emotional intelligence is such a huge thing to possess. And so obviously not just focusing on um, IQ, but focusing on EQ as well and helping them develop as they mature in our household and sending them out, hopefully healthier than we were sent out. That's the goal for me is to give what I have gotten in my you know 30s and 40s and now give it to them when they're they're still young. Yeah, that's so good. And our relationships really do. The health of our relationships depend on our emotional intelligence. So yeah, that actually might be one of the very top, top, if not the top skill that we can pass down. Um, number eight, resilience and adaptability. Man, but these are all so good. Truly, how could we pick one to <laughs> So home, kids that are homeschooled, I feel like they tend to develop resilience and adaptability more so than maybe a child who hasn't been homeschooled because they're always having to go with the flow. At least my kids are and many of the other homeschool families that we do life with, especially running a business from home, doing things like a co-op on one day and you're doing music lessons and you're you know maybe working part time and you're doing all these things every day looks a little different. They don't get so set into like a a schedule, like a set routine that looks the same every day. So they have to be resilient. They have to be adaptable and they kind of tend to be more laid back and easygoing, which really serves, I think, well in the future, especially if they decided to be entrepreneurs themselves. But I think in anything, just being able to kind of hold things loosely, go with the flow, Um, even when their temperament and their personality might be more of a type A, I have one of those. And I feel like still with homeschooling, she's learned to be more resilient and adaptable. Yeah, absolutely. Number nine, networking opportunities. And we went deep into this in our last episode where Liz talked about how she intentionally helps her kids uh, grow and look toward the future and get around leaders who she wants to impact them and get in the presence of God. So networking opportunities can happen through co-ops, extracurricular activities, community involvement, going to summer camp, going to church, going to retreats, going to conferences, lots of opportunities for networking, both globally, nationally, um, in your town. There's so many levels of how your kids can have the time and space to meet other people that they wouldn't normally meet if they were in just in school every day. Like there just wouldn't be that kind of space for that. Um, Whether it's online or in person, like there's just a lot of worlds that your kids can enter into through homeschooling. So good. Yes. And number 10 is life skills. Homeschooling, obviously, when you're at home, you get to practice things a little bit more often than you would if you went to a traditional school for eight hours a day. So things like cooking, home maintenance. We've talked a lot about like chore charts in the past and like how do we help our kids to be self-starters and take personal responsibility for things that need to happen inside the home just to make the home run. And some of those are like not fun and some of them are, are okay. They're not bad at all. But getting the daily practice to even just see how a home works and what's required and being part of how a home functions, I feel like is really, really important. When I first moved out and had roommates in my college years, 
I had never had to clean. We always, my mom had hired someone to come and clean the house. So I was expected to, you know, like put away my clothes and keep my room tidy-ish, but I had not actually like cleaned a bathroom. And I remember when my roommate said, it's your turn to clean the bathroom. It's your week or whatever. And I was like, my jaw dropped. I was like, what? Like, I don't even know how to do that. And I was like 19 or 20, which is crazy to me because I've been having my kids clean bathrooms now since they were like five. So it's kind of like what you said, giving our kids things that we attained much later in life and giving it to them younger is is such a privilege. But yeah, those life skills, how to do their own laundry, how to make some simple meals, how to load and unload the dishwasher, how to mow the grass and pull weeds and things like that. Those are all things that I think some of us take for granted because we've always had to do. I know my husband grew up in a house where he was always working and always doing chores and they lived in the country and that was just expected. And I grew up in a home where nothing was really expected. So anyway, homeschooling definitely creates the stage for us to teach those kinds of things as much or as little as we want. Mm -hmm. And I feel like number 10, the life skills really goes, feeds well into number one with the soft skills development of especially teamwork and problem solving, adaptability, (laughs) um, communication. I know for my kids, like even recently, so my, my son has been doing the dishes every day or every other day for the past like four months. And it's hard. It's, it's been hard pressed to find a day. He didn't complain about it in some way, (laughs) (laughs) but this last time, I don't think he would mind me sharing the story, but this last time he was just so like bombed and depressed and like upset and frustrated. And part of me wanted to just be like, like, how can you feel this way? (laughs) Like, don't you see what I'm doing? (laughs) Like, can't you just do your part with no complaining? Um, And instead, I don't know what happened, but just my mind, you guys, there's these times where like the Holy Spirit just gives us an idea in the moment. And like, we don't really know what to do like go with it when you're just like, I've never had this thought before. I've never done this before. Ding. I'm going to do it. And I said, go get a notebook and a piece of paper. And I want you to write down every one of your complaints. So he wrote them all down. And then I said, I want you to find the positive and write that down underneath it. Well, of course he couldn't find any positive. In <laughs> This is also emotional intelligence, right? Like letting him express what he was frustrated about and getting out. And then I was like, okay, bring it over here. And we're going to go through each one together. And I'm going to help you find the positives. And so then we wrote down like uh, for one of, okay, I'll give you an example. It's pointless to wash dishes. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. I mean, I can relate. I can relate to James. I kind of feel the same way. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> the truth, you know, we had this long conversation. I talked to him about how I had to wash dishes when I was growing up and I didn't like it either. And it wasn't my favorite. And I, it was gross. Like he thought it was gross. I'm like, I get it. Like when you don't have a dishwasher, it is gross. You're touching old food and like people, you know, have touched things with their mouths and like, I get it. It's gross. But I also got to share with him how, when I was 18 and in an internship that, had 500 young people my age in it. And like all these people got put in, in jobs to help run this ministry. 
And I was like, surely I'm going to get put in like the office job doing like the cool thing that I think I'm good at and communicating and like helping them do these administrative tasks. You know where they put me? In the kitchen. I had to get up (laughs) at 5 a.m. every single day for a year. You guys know I hate getting up early. I'm a late night person. I had to do dishes two times a day for 500 people. And I had to make two meals a day for the other interns. So I had to stand at the cook line and serve them food with a hairnet on and an apron. And I felt so (laughs) dumb. Like, surely I am capable of more than just feeding these kids, these other kids and doing the dishes. And then I came across the book, Practicing the Presence of God, where Brother Lawrence talks about how as a monk, he was put in the kitchen doing (laughs) the dishes. And so I got to share all this with my son and explain to him that, you know, doing things unto the Lord, like when you do the dishes, you serve this family and you're part of the team, you're acting like Jesus. And without the dishes, we can't eat. And like, this is your job. Here's what my job is right now. This is what your job is. This is how you contribute to the family. And so it was lots of like, besides just teaching him how to wash the dishes, which I've had to do. Also just like the adaptability, the communication, the teamwork, the emotional intelligence, all like in one, just in dishwashing, like Mm -hmm. so much came out of it. Discipleship, because it's hard. It's hard to be a kid and have to do all these things that you don't want to do. I know. I feel for James. Like I I feel that way every time I do the dishes too. I'm like, there has to be another way besides just (laughs) always using paper plates and plastic forks. Like there has to be Why hasn't someone invented something that just magically, I mean, the dishwasher does help, but even beyond that, like, even if you have a dishwasher, I know you've had one and you've not had one. Mm -hmm. It's always a battle getting everything loaded, getting it clean enough before they go in that they come out actually clean, getting them dried and unloaded. Like for a while, our kids were unloading the dishwasher and not drying the cups well and like stacking them. And then they would get like moldy inside the cup, like the little plastic Ikea cups, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many, so many skills, so many things. And I think exactly what you said, like the soft skills of endurance, <laughs> thinking positively mm-hmm. about things that are hard, just pushing through when it's not fun. That's like the most valuable thing I think we can give them. And maybe in their future, they'll have kids to do the dishes, or maybe they'll hire someone to do their dishes. But for now, it's serving a great purpose, and I love that. Yeah, we had so, we've had so many conversations around from this dish conversation and other conversations about like this is how you sweep the floor, and this is like, do you see how there's still things on the floor? Like, because what is the point of sweeping the floor? What is the point of doing the dishes beyond like you're helping, you're part of the team? It's because I am committed to helping you become somebody who works hard and does a job all the way so that when you have an employer one day or you're working for yourself, you're somebody, like you said, has endurance, perseverance, can keep going. And I told him about how I went to my boss when I worked in this kitchen as an intern and I begged her to let me move jobs like several times. (laughs) I called my mom on the phone and was like, I want to come home. I hate it here. Like, I hate this. And my mom was like, you can do it. You know that Jesus called you to it. Like, just keep going. My boss wouldn't let me quit. And I just told him, like, I'm not going to let you quit becoming a hard worker because this is so valuable in life. And this is like one of those 
if you want to be able to eat and make money, if you want to be able to thrive in life, you like hard work. You know, you think of like in the movies when you see the guy like making the sun like shovel up the rocks and move him to another location or something. I'm like, (laughs) this is this is that for you. Like you need this. You don't understand it. One day you'll understand. Yes. It's like that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. Have you seen that movie? Long time ago, yeah. There's a lot of profanity, just warning, but it's like such a beautiful picture of perseverance and resilience and all these obstacles that he comes up against. He's trying to get this job. He's applying for this internship and he, like the daycare falls through. He doesn't have a car. He's like running uphill both ways, like with a three-year-old on his back and like then they're homeless. They get kicked out of their home and they're like sleeping in the bus station bathroom, like all or the I don't know train station something but like everything that is that could be stacked up against him is and there's this one scene where he's just like you know in the bathroom with his son sleeping on the floor and just tears streaming down his face and it's like but he keeps doing he keeps getting up every single day and showing up at this internship where no one knows he's homeless and doesn't have a car and you know, the daycare he can't pay. And it's like a horrible anyway situation, but he ends up like, you should just see the movie, but he ends up like totally conquering life and his dreams come true. And like, he does it because he stuck with it. And it's like, yeah, there's so many things that we have our kids do too, you know, with, I feel like our big thing out here in the country is picking up sticks. I think we've talked about that before. We have lots of trees on our property. And so before someone can mow sticks need to be picked up so that the mower doesn't like just run over sticks and the blades get dull. And, you know, it's like a whole domino thing. Um, and no one likes picking up sticks. They have to like hook up a cart to the four wheeler and like drive around the whole, however many acres of grass and like pick up lots of sticks and nobody wants to do it, but it's like, everyone wants to enjoy the yard and run around and play and have friends over and do all those things, but no one wants to pick up the sticks, but it's totally producing in them that same, like we just, we do hard things. We all do it together. And sometimes I have them do it while I'm doing other things that they can't do like, you know, business things or mom things. But sometimes I I like to even get out there and do it with them just so they can see I'm, I'm doing the hard things that I don't really even have to do. I could just make you do it by yourself. I'm going to do it with you so that Maybe it's for setting the example of like, here, you can actually get it done twice as fast if you move twice as fast. Like it wouldn't be as painful if you didn't move so slow. <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. it's that. And sometimes it's just, you know, let's put on a, bring a Bluetooth speaker and put on music and make it a little bit more fun that way. And anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like the idea too of like apprenticing your children in these things. Like with a lot of them, we get to show them how we're doing it. And then we can like bring them into it and say, here's how you do this. Like, it's not just like you should, I I think that's a mistake parents make a lot. And I have definitely been guilty of that. Of Like, why don't you know how to do that? Like you've seen me do it or you know what it is. It's not like picking up sticks is like brain surgery, you know, like, (laughs) but there could be a method that I would do the way I would do it. That would be easier or more efficient. And so kind of like getting out there and showing them like, here's a way to do it Mm -hmm. that might actually be easier on you or like how else problem solving, how else could we do this to make this more fun, more efficient, whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and bringing them into that. That's really good. And sometimes you don't know the more efficient way until you really do get out and do it 
with them. So like, it's easy just to be like, okay, go pick up all the sticks in the yard. And if it takes them three hours, like, well, that's no skin off my back because it was your three hours and I was doing other things. But when you actually get out there and do the stick picking up, like you do pick up little tricks, like, okay, every time you've been down, you're expelling a certain amount of energy, like pick up as many little sticks as you can while you're down. Don't just like bend down, pick up a stick and then move it to a pile. Like when you're down, pick up like 10, if you can, and then make piles and put the piles near the trees. So you don't lose the piles. And, um, anyway, little things like that, that you wouldn't know if you weren't actually out there doing it and how to make it go a little bit faster and a little bit more enjoyably. I think we're teaching them to persevere. They're coming out hard workers. And that really does stand out, especially today. I feel like being a hard, like we call it a number one worker here, someone who looks for things to do and then does them with excellence without being even asked. It's just not common, which makes it even more valued in the Mm. marketplace. Yeah. I know it's so easy to get into like a loop of like, am I doing enough for them? Am I giving them enough? Is homeschool enough? Will my kids be okay in the future? Will they be able to get jobs? You know, or if you're thinking about homeschooling, hopefully this list of 10 things can just encourage you that homeschooling gives your kids so much and you are giving your kids so much that is so important and essential for their life, for their future, for their future relationships, their future work that God will call them to whatever that may be, you are just endowing them with mindsets, capabilities, skills uh, by creating an atmosphere that encourages these things. And even when it's something that seems so mundane, like picking up sticks or washing dishes or putting their books away after their school or whatever it is, having to show up to an online class on time, figuring out their schedule, being a part of their education. These are just such important things. And so I hope you guys Mm -hmm. are encouraged to keep going, to persevere yourselves, to have endurance, to not give up, especially if you feel like this is what God has called me to. Just keep going. If you don't quit, you win. (laughs) As Misty Edwards used to always say in her worship set, (laughs) which I think someone else said before her, but (laughs) Um, yeah. So do you have anything else you want to say, Liz? No, I think you wrapped this up so well. If you don't quit, you win. And I love how you just tied in again, like for those of us who are homeschooling, maybe you just started, maybe you've been doing it a while. And regardless, those questions and those the self-doubt comes like, am I doing enough? Will they be prepared? Um, is there more I should have thought of or been doing? But I really feel like by default, most of these things with a little bit of intention are happening. And those are things that we should be really confident and feel really great about. And it doesn't come without a cost to us, but I feel like these 10 things in addition to many more that maybe will come on another episode really make it worth the fight and worth the price we pay to educate at home and to homeschool our kids. And so we just want to encourage you to keep going. And the end in mind is, um, you know, who they're going to be as adults and the contributions that they're going to make, the impact they're going to make in the world. And all of these things that we get to sow into them now will have great impact on who they are um, and the impact they'll make in the future. So keep going. Yes. Keep going. All right. We will talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye. To get our free heart-centered homeschooling ebook or to book a breakthrough call about homeschooling or business with Sarah, visit the links in the description of this podcast. 
Also, we always want to hear your questions or ideas for new podcasts. So do please slide into our DMs on Instagram or post in our Facebook group. We would love to hear from you.